All right. Let's All right. let's let's uh buff this pig. To to an awkward intro is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, well that's an awkward intro then. Well, Here we go. We got that great. Oh yeah. man, nailed it. Professionals. <laughs> Always. All 12, all 12 of our listeners are proud of us. <laughs> hey, we've got like eight in uh the Philippines. Hello Philippines. <laughs> Uh, does that mean we need to start like simulcasting in Tagalog? Maybe. Is that a, a native? It's it's the native language of the Philippines. Nice. Awesome well, we just lost a couple of them there with Zach not knowing. <laughs> 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 but they come back for Paul. When I when when I worked at Movie Scene, I worked with a pair of Filipino brothers who would just speak Tagalog to each other like across the store. So you always had to wonder if they were talking about you. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-mm. That's why I don't go to nail salons anymore either. I'm like, I don't <laughs> like what you guys are saying, because I know you're saying something about... Tell that's, about the tone. Yeah. That's why I like following this uh, YouTuber. I think his name is Shauma. And he's just this very, like, Jewish white kid yes, from I follow New him York. Too. Yeah. <laughs> And he learned. He knows like thirty languages. Yeah, just just all of the languages. Nice. <laughs> and I think at one point he wore a shirt that said uh, "Chicken is delicious" or something like that. Oh, he had no, he had like a tattoo on his arm. Oh, that. A fake it was, tattoo. Uh, that's what it was. Oh, what it is? It was like uh, General Sal Chicken. Yeah, that's is what, what it, it said. And, <laughs> and people were just laughing at him. And he's like, "What? What? What's so funny?" It's like you like Chinese food, and then he'll just start spouting out Chinese to him. Yeah, like perfect <laughs> too. The pronunciation. No, it's, it's awesome. I love that guy. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Anyways. All right. So, uh, Caitlin, we're going to bother you with a question real quick. Uh-oh. Uh, question. Since, since we're covering the best animated feature category, and it doesn't start until 2001, because... That's ridiculous. The, the disrespect of the Academy. What are some of your favorite animated films from before 2001 that you think should have won the best animated feature had it been a category? Oh, shit. You're talking to the woman who has like five Disney's greatest CD songs in her van right now. Um, I obviously Disney has like a high bar because that was almost the golden age. The pre 2001 is, I mean, we're talking The Lion King, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast and Hercules and Notre Dame, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. I mean, like, all of these amazing movies. So it's hard to... Aladdin. I mean, holy shit. But... I wrote down a couple that you mentioned to me earlier. Oh, you know. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I I watched the hell out of Burn Gully. So I probably... Hell yeah. That's, that's got, like, a... That's up there. One of my all-time favorites, even as an adult. I cry almost every single time. It's The Prince of Egypt. I, that movie mm. is amazing. I love The Prince of Egypt, and I feel like not enough respect is given to that movie. Oh my god! At the very know. least, the soundtrack. The soundtrack I alone. Mean, Steven yes. Schwartz believed in that film so much he got fired from Milan to work on it. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know the you know DreamWorks is working on Prince of Egypt and Shrek at the same time, and it's funny because like when they were. When people weren't behaving as they should on the Prince of Egypt, they're like, "All right, go go work on Shrek for a little bit." It was considered like a down, like a downgrade. Yeah. Um. Just, but yeah, and uh, Iron Giant. Those are. Oh yeah. yeah. 
So. We're all always about some Iron Giant. Yeah. yeah. So those ones I really like. I was hoping you were going to say the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings. Oh. She. Oh, no. <gasps> no, The Last Unicorn. I will. I love that. <laughs> I love that movie. But I don't know what it is. All of the wrinkles on all of the dwarves just no. <laughs> and all of the hot no. The noses on. Mm, no, it's done. I'm like, I can't. I can't watch that. <laughs> It looks like a two-month-old orange. How convenient. <laughs> Are you making notes about... Am I? No, I'm I'm actually just looking at bills. Bills. <laughs> my, my ADHD is out of control tonight because I'm oh, very no. tired. <laughs> oh, I get that. I get that a lot. Well, Kayla, thank you. Do you want to talk about yes. a movie? Yes, let's talk about it. Beautiful people out there in podcast land. My name is Paul Workman. I'm Jonathan Pierce. I'm Zach McCoy. And I'm Caitlin McCoy. And we are your Oscar Grouches, and welcome back to the Oscaristy Podcast, show where we discuss Oscar winners throughout history, trying to determine where the Academy went wrong, if they went wrong, and what film are we watching this week, Zach? This week we're watching Spirited Away, which was a Japanese animated film about the fears and anxieties of adolescents set in the spirit world of Japanese folklore. Oh, right. Is this everybody's first time watching Spirited Away? No. Nope. No. No for me. Anybody remember the first time they watched it? <laughs> I knew when it first came out, we saw it. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to see it in theaters. I don't know if you I didn't, did. No. So it came out in theaters around the time we you were at Anime Club. I think I watched it with Laura. I know I saw it in April, probably April of 2003 when it first came out on DVD. So that's probably about the time I finally caught it. Nice. I know I didn't see it in theaters. Yeah, I still haven't. Not even in a re-release. Yeah, I, I always say I'm going to go catch some of those Miyazaki. Ah, uh, uh, yes, those Miyazaki things. I, <laughs> I'm trying to fathom events. That's fathom, the, yeah, those okay, are the yeah. words I was trying to think of. Uh, I always say I'm going to check out some of those Miyazaki fathom events, and then I never do because I pay for a subscription, and they're not part of the dis- subscription. That's that, crap. That I was literally going to say, it's booty that's crap, it's booty cheeks, trash. I hate it. Uh, I also. Did not see this one in theaters, and I was hoping I would find it by the time that I got around to saying this stuff. But uh, I have a spool of CDRs here of old movies that I stole from the Internet while I was in college because I <laughs> hold on to everything because I am a hoarder mm-hmm. and a piece of shit. And <laughs> I am not deserving of love. But, um, yeah, I, I think I still have that copy in this spool somewhere. <laughs> Deserving or not, you receive it from us. Well, <laughs> Smooth, Zach. That's great. Mm. Deserving or not? Well, he said I'm... <laughs> <laughs> he said he's not, so... No. I, 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 ignorant at the time of the entire monetary system that is the movie industry, maybe. Broke-ass college kid. Yeah, there yes, we go. That's it. Exactly. That's why I have so many on this spool. Hey, there's Red Dragon. <laughs> This movie has a dragon. Indeed, it does. It ha- yeah. Voiced by Max Goof. 
(laughs) (laughs) I was going to say voiced by Jason Marsden, (laughs) who played Jason Marsden on Boy Meets World. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Seriously? Yeah. Yes, his character's name on Boy Meets World was Jason Marsden. (laughs) Was it like an in-joke because he was on every sitcom or something of the 90s? I don't know. I think they just never really gave him a name on the show, and (laughs) um, it just kind of worked out that way. But yeah, he was was on everything. Uh, Zachary Banks. Yeah. The creator of Boy Meets World, Michael Jacobs, uh, had done a show with him previously called Almost Home. In which uh, he and Brittany Murphy played siblings. Oh, I forgot that one. Yeah, it was the, it was the spinoff of the Torkelsons. So what? Which was like my mom's favorite show. The Torkelson. I have Torkelson. never seen an episode, episode the of that show. Twerk. Tor- the Twerk. Torkelsons. 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 Twerk. Twerk. T T O R K. Torkel. Um, that's Tork. great. Okay, Torque. Okay, I thought. <laughs> Okay, I've gone on way too much about my <laughs> really intimate knowledge of Jason Marsden's career. <laughs> We're going to get him on here one day. We should have had him on for this movie. It probably would have been a good... Not, not to say we don't enjoy our present guest, but... We, oh, not, there's not, no you're not Max competition. Goof. No. <laughs> and we would, have, we would have had Caitlin back for another episode. Have, of course. We oh, bumped her so for kind. Jason Marsden. Trav's best friend, isn't he? Yeah, or, or Banks' his best friend, someone's best friend. Yeah, both of them. Uh, they all just hang out, eat ice cream. Yeah, and go to conventions together. and Don't uh, throw none of that our way or anything like that. No. Bastards. Love you guys. <laughs> 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 all right, let's get right. into an Os- Oscar breakdown. Best animated feature, Spirited Away, wins giving Hayao Miyazaki an Academy Award. A well-deserved Academy Award. Indeed. He should have won one at least a decade earlier. Yes, and he didn't actually attend that one, did he? I don't know. No, I don't believe he did. He was uh, was told at the time not to say anything about it, but he was in opposition of the United States in the Iraq War, which is why he declined the invitation to be a part of the Oscars. Ah, makes sense. Kudos. Good guy, Miyazaki. Yeah, because we had just entered the Iraq War. It is March of 2003. Yeah. All right. So Spirited Away beats Ice Age, Lilo and Stitch, Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, and Treasure Planet. Pretty strong category. Yeah. Pretty strong. Jonathan, I forgot to give you a note last week that I am ashamed that I... Let slip, you son of a bitch! But what'd you what'd you miss? Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the nominees for that film was Steve Odekirk, who you know best as the writer and star of the greatest film ever made, Kung Pao. Kung Pao. Fist. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm upset I let that note go by. Also, yeah. now on the record. Also, everybody see Kung Pao. It's a masterpiece. There's people who hasn't seen Kung Pao. Uh, I don't. I, I assume Zach. I <laughs> see. Told you. I, seen I think either. I I saw part of it, but I never saw the whole thing. And it's been did that come out in the early two thousands? It would have been two thousand one, two thousand two. I lived in Alabama when it came out. 
I watched part of it at a friend's house, but I've never seen the whole thing, so we need to rectify that. Oh, God. It's one of the funniest fucking things ever. Uh, I, I think I just heard Jonathan say that's my birthday episode next year. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, my God. Oh, I know exactly what my birthday episode is going to be. We got oh, Shaolin Soccer, Kung Fu Hustle, and Kung Pao, baby. There Let's we go. do it. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm down. I love Stephen Chow. Um... And uh, so none of these are nominated for a second Academy Award. These are all damn you know, Wait, single nominees. Seriously? Not even for music? Not music, not writing, which are normally the, the two. Yeah. Uh, no original song from any of them. But uh, since we're on the category of animated features, an animated feature not in the category gets nominated for best song this evening. That is the Wild Thornberries movie. Mm-hmm which gets nominated for Father and Daughter by Paul oh, Simon. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. I'm not, yeah. not angry at that one. I did not know um, that this movie had no script. Yes. And, yeah. was, and a lot of his films actually don't have a he, script. He just... He just improvises movies. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. I mean, he does it all. He storyboards and everything. He's like, yeah. No, I want to do... I want this to happen. Like, mm. Oh, well... I can, so Before, that makes sense why that wasn't in an Oscar category. That's fair. Before we move on with uh, getting into the film in general, that was our Oscar breakdown. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about this movie. Now let's talk about this movie. We are professionals. <laughs> Sorry. No. No, you're fine. We so, have a right. paper-thin <laughs> organization here. So All when right. you say there was no script, like, what the fuck do you mean? What? It is so, like this general idea. So, so Miyazaki doesn't write movies. If you see his name as the writer of the movie, what he does is he starts storyboarding movies. He's just like, this looks like a cool image. What can I do with this? And then creates movies around it. And then before the movie's out, before he's done storyboarding, he just has people start animating it. Wow. When does the dialogue come into play? And they go for it, like hardcore. Like he's just like, Yep, this is this is what we're going to do. And the thing is, is he is really adamant. That was one of the things when Disney, so many animation studios wanted to buy the rights to the Miyazaki films. And he was like, nope, until Disney's one of the main agreements that they said was, we won't cut anything out. Like, we won't, we won't not, not one thing. And like, that's, I, it's hard for me to understand his process, but I think that's just, you know, what makes his movie so magical um, and why I'm going to just stop talking. Cause no, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I think he calls it Ma, M-A, um, just like all of these these shots where the characters are in thought or contemplating something or you can just see what they're processing. Mm-hmm. These little moments that make the characters so believable. Mm, we can all use a little more Ma. Indeed. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just improvises. Curse. It's Jonathan said, "Fuck a minute ago." <laughs> you scream? Can you can scream. No, no, no. She's not allowed to fucking cuss here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, improvising movies. It's one of the two things he's great at. Huh. The other thing is hating his own son. Oh, ooh, what? <laughs> oh wait, yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's a. That's a. I don't think I knew the extent of that. Oh. Um, so that after his son made a movie or before that, <laughs> I, I, I have to assume it's both. Um, 
Apparently, after he saw Tales of Earthsea, Hayao Miyazaki was just like, whoo, man, what a piece of shit that was. <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong with Tales of Earthsea? I don't know. I'm not Hayao Miyazaki. <laughs> I think it's just because his son made it, and he does not like his son. Mm, that's so weird. Yeah, I need to read some, the were, Earthsea books again. There was something missing from that movie. It didn't have the same magic. Because I don't think I saw that one. We watched it. You fell asleep. And you're like, his son sucks. <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I did like the Secret Life of Arietti. I like that one, too. Yeah. I think that one's very, very sweet. And I he there's a lot of his dad in it, I think. And I'm, I'm not to say yeah. that he didn't do a good job individually, but I think he knew... You know, I also feel it's I also feel it's really hard to fuck up the borrowers. <laughs> that's a that's a good story. It mm. is. I love the borrowers. Oh, my God. I love those books growing up. Anyway, sorry. Back to Spirited Away. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This movie. So reflections here. Um. This is an amazing movie. I love it so much. And I will watch it 50 million times. It's um, a goddamn masterpiece. It is gorgeous. It is beautiful. And that's even with a character who's half the movie fucking whiny as shit. Oh my God. And I still enjoyed it. Oh, same here. <laughs> but you also see that character progression because she just kind of fucking stops and yeah. it's like, all right, let's uh, just be a good person. But then I look at my 10 year old and I'm like, uh, you know, he's, <laughs> I can't open my water. <laughs> Anyways. Bitch, I'm about to throw your ass to the spirit world and let you figure it out. <laughs> right. I mean, I will we we watched some of it and I still, that scene at the beginning after her parents are like porked up and the, the spirit's like slapping the shit out of the dad with the fly yeah. swatter. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That, that would have made a, any child grow the fuck up real fast. That is just uh, horrifying imagery. I watched this. I watched this with my boys. How did how'd that go? It was touch and go for some of it. They're very sensitive. Uh, uh, scary things are not their forte. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a there's a lot of times where I talk them through it. I'm like, hey, look, you just gotta you gotta remember this is only a movie and everything's gonna be okay. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But nothing's uh, like like even the monsters like no face just ends up being just a chill dude in the end. Yeah. yeah, he just wants to eat everything. Eat yeah, and so he just he wants to Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. The dust sprites are what what really um I want like a hoodie with those all over it, the little bead stars. Mm-hmm. I have to, I'm gonna have to make it for myself. Yeah. You have some of those bead stars, don't you? I know. I ordered them specifically to to make some dust sprites on something. I don't care so, what it is. Speaking of soot sprites, did everybody soot hear sprites, what? Sorry. Uh, uh, no, it's fine. I, it wasn't a correction thing. I just, it's what I've always called them. So it's what came out of my mouth. Uh, did everybody hear what Ghibli's doing? I with saw a Lucasfilm? No, I didn't see what they're doing. I just saw that Lucasfilm and Ghibli. That's all everybody I saw. Everybody get on Disney Plus tomorrow, November 12th. So for everybody, a week and a half ago. Uh, <laughs> because apparently there is a short film produced by Ghibli and. Um, and Lucasfilm uh, about Grogu hanging out with soot sprites. <gasps> yes, no, I need no. this. And it's dropping no. tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? I was going to go to my own kid's birthday party tomorrow, but I'm going to just stay home. <laughs> yeah, that kid That kid can uh, live in a well. 
I mostly made that joke because Dave Chase, who's the voice of uh, yeah, the yeah. Ring, Shihiro is the girl for the Ring. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I'm just going to sit here and stay up and keep refreshing Disney Plus until it drops. That's oh the smart gosh, thing. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! I did not know how 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 was this not common knowledge? Like, it, well, it was because just, because they, they dropped, dropped on Twitter the, yesterday. They dropped a teaser yesterday and they announced it today, and it's coming out tomorrow. It's it's literally just like. like if there is not a pop of Grogu playing with soot sprites that I can buy, I'm going to be very pissed. Yeah, I've so what's really funny? Pops, and I want that. <laughs> my brain, <laughs> my stupid fucking living in Iowa for too long brain is like, what fucking soda would that taste like? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it would be it would be bright blue with yeah. with the. Uh, Crunchy really, bits. Really bad aftertaste. <laughs> yeah, it was just like black tongue after. <laughs> right. Speaking of consumerism. <laughs> yes. The themes of this film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Miyazaki, not a fan of it. <laughs> no, I, I was reading. I mean, I wouldn't have really caught on to this myself without having read about it. But looking back, it could, I did notice that at the beginning of the movie, the car they're driving is an Audi just because it has those four you know, rings. Right. Um, and then I was reading about how that was purposeful because, like, you know, it's an imported vehicle. They're wearing polo shirts and stuff. They're not embracing yeah. traditional Japanese culture and the Western mm-hmm. cultures influencing everything. And yeah. And so, uh, oh, go on, John. Is it wasn't that like kind of like when the college kid was trying to tell Ray, uh, was it Ray Bradbury what his fucking books meant? My yeah. son, he's just like, no, <laughs> it's not what <laughs> they meant at all. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, he has endorsed that that that's what the film kind of follows is the I mean, you have the I, th- I think me for me personally, anyways, I kind of gathered that Chihiro symbolized an entire generation that, you know, like a younger generation that is being brought up and raised in this, you know, capitalist uh, post war. Yeah, where modern traditions Japan. and history and, and things like that aren't necessarily important anymore and in order to become you know in order to mature and to be a contributing person in in the world um she gets thrown into essentially the culture the folklore the history and that's the only way that she can grow and i think that just kind of like really speaks to what he feels as a person is important to the youth which might have a lot to do with his son because his son totally is like yeah, <laughs> not interested in that at all. Yeah, I, I mean, Miyazaki specifically, like, the way that Ghibli is run is it's not it's not run for profit. They pretty much make the money that they need to keep the doors open. And then, yeah, it, and then that's the cap. Like, he didn't even want to he didn't even want to sell merchandise for anything until someone was like, hey, I mean we're only going to make so much money off these movies. So if we want to keep making these movies, we need to do some merchandising, (laughs) which is why his relationship with Disney was so bad Yeah, because Disney wanted to merchandise the shit out of everything. Like they do with everything. Right. And, uh, he's like, no, (laughs) (laughs) they're like, well, can we at least like, I don't know, put stuff in our amusement parks. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that that's changed though. Well, because, I mean, you got to at least be like, can can we get at least little kids just like stuffed Totoro's? Like, 
Right. They don't don't deny the world of that. Like, I, yeah, we yeah. want to make money, but at least, you know, there is a <laughs> give us that. There's a sweater up at the mall in box lunch with calcifer on it. And I would seriously show them. Never mind. I would. Show what? <laughs> <laughs> I want it really bad and I'm glad it exists. So I'm glad there's merchandise out there. Anyways, moving yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's nice that it's also controlled by Ghibli. Like, yeah, right. They're they're not just out there letting anybody create mm, merchandise. It keeps it keeps the quality really nice too. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that about how um, how the studio was run. I knew that this movie made a boatload of money based on its, it's budget. It was the highest grossing film in Japan for over a decade. Yeah. For over a decade, <laughs> yeah, that is nuts. Until oh, I can't remember some what demon hunter movie or something. Yeah, like yeah, I, that sounds I'm, right. I'm honestly surprised that, like, just just thinking of uh, Akira alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a movie that still makes money to this day. I will, I I will pay to watch that movie. Right, but just, just to put it in my own DVD player. But you have to think you're not selling kids also tickets to Akira. Akira. Oh, you are yeah. not. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, motorcycle slide. Motorcycle slide. All right. Well, I do. I feel like we barely talked movie. about this movie. Yeah, um, no, like yes. that's the thing. So, like, <laughs> everybody's on the ADHD train. To <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about it philosophically. Now let's talk about it I, on the screen. I was diagnosed okay, with that so, recently, so I do have. I do. Yes. You. Right. I'm surrounded by ADHD people. Anyways, so did you guys all watch it dubbed? We did because we watched it on HBO Max, and that was only. One they had, right? Well, that, I, I did because I watched it with my kids. Yeah. I did because I can't watch sub. I can't. I, it's just not possible. The, the few times you guys forced me to fucking watch <laughs> subbed movies, it, it just it's so hard to do. Then the fact that the last one was fucking Pulse. But, <laughs> but looking uh, just at the, the English cast is... I was going to say, also, I love <sighs> Dabe Chase. So, yeah. Um, yeah. of course, I, I want to listen to her performance. Yeah. Well, yep. And m- m- the love of my life, Tara Strong, mm-hmm. <laughs> playing the baby, playing a baby again. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, not forcing uh, casting directors to start lactating. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> do do you know about she, that? She may not know that story. No, so no. regale us once again, Jonathan. Yeah, so uh, Paul told me this one, but I'll go. We ahead we, we discussed this when we did the Rugrats movie on yeah. our on our other podcast. When she was uh, auditioning for the Rugrats movie, she did such a good job. One of the female casting directors, when Tara Strong started crying like a baby, actually started lactating. Oh my god, <laughs> that is nuts! Wah! <laughs> Those are s- nope. Those days are over. Yes, thank God. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there's so many. Like, I mean, they're they're big names even for the time because, like, Michael Chiklis was just the dad. So yeah, he wasn't there long, but he was pretty big at that point too. Yeah, and like uh, by the time that we get the the dub of this, the shield had been ba- been on for like a the year shield. or two. Mm-hmm. What a good da, show! Da, 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 da. What was her? Da, 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 oh, you know, shield. I can't remember her name. But when I was watching it, it was like, hey, hey, I know that voice. I know that voice, and it it's the woman that does Megara from Hercules. Um, oh, was she Lynn? Lynn. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I was like, hey, that's Susan really cool. Egan? Yeah, sounds right. Yep. Yeah. Good job. I mean, John Ratzenberger's in the fucking movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> of course he is. He's, he's one of the frogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, so, and especially like the movie had only been in Japan for a year. Yeah. And this was the first one that, that Disney, uh, good old John Lasseter, whose name <laughs> I don't like throwing around. Um, <laughs> this is the first one he produced the voice cast on too. And they would, they would go back and, uh, start redubbing a lot of the older films for the, uh, so that they could put them out on Blu-ray and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Because that was so, the other stig- uh, thing with the contract with Disney is you, t- you can't cut anything and you take them all. Yep. I wonder if anybody ever refers to John Lasseter as uh, lots of hugs. Of, uh, <laughs> lots of hugging Lasseter. <laughs> Actually, blank check with Griffin and David is that their nickname for him. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so another thing, I don't know if you know, John Lasseter, head of Pixar, basically kind of stepped away, pushed away because he was... Not necessarily terrible, terrible stuff, but like to hug people too much and just like a little a too creep, long, a little too long, <laughs> creepy touch, bad touch kind of guy. Also, also created a really poor environment for women. Yeah, oh, like not no. just with not just with the hugging, but by being a piece of shit to them. Okay. That's no good. Yeah. Well then, I'm so glad that we were talking about Miyazaki and his. Hate for his son. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, at least at least Miyazaki only <laughs> Yeah, this film, beautiful. Right. Even just looking at back backgrounds, and I was like, "There's a a vase over there. Look at that. Look at the detail. What the heck? Why is there so much detail on that vase?" Yep. Yeah. Also, yeah. I'm going to bring up something that I had had to think about, and I you know I enjoy anime, and I don't watch a whole bunch of it, but I do enjoy quite a bit. And I, I have to wonder if Japanese animators have a problem where it's like, you know how the hardest part of artists is drawing hands, they say? Mm-hmm. Do Japanese animators have issues with running? Running? <laughs> running. Because they just, it always seems like they don't know what to do with their arms. So they're just kind <laughs> of like, in this movie, Chihiro's just like running, uh, especially when she was up. running away from No Face, she's like running like this, like yeah. with her arms out like that. And, I, did, I never understood that. <laughs> Just the way she runs. Yeah. I've seen kids on the playground run like that. I don't. <laughs> what are you? We're playground. No. No, we're not going to go there. I don't um, hang around playground. It's <laughs> right. Everybody Naruto runs. Well, he said that. Uh, <laughs> Everybody Naruto runs. Sometimes. The, the girl was fashioned after, was it a. Friend of his daughters? Or a, a wait, does he have a daughter? friend of his had a. A daughter, a ten-year-old daughter. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, he wanted to create a movie where you know a little girl was the the main character, the heroine of the story. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the premise of turning her parents into pigs. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe he was a Beatles fan. So Pink Floyd fan. Or God bless America. I'm not even. Wait. Yeah, Beatles did a song called "Piggies." That's right. Uh, not Pink the one Floyd. I was thinking about. Pink Floyd did uh, the Animals album, which had yeah. three songs about pigs on it. Yep, that's mm-hmm. that's it. So, not in care. All right. Well, mm-hmm. this is another one of those movies that's just so good. Yeah, it is. Really and talking about, about, I mean, it, it's it's not even the fact that it's hard to talk about. I mean, it's just the fact that like, this is just a great movie. If you haven't seen it, it's because you're dumb. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I and I know it, there's a it's it's not your tra- 
I don't want to say traditional. It's definitely not like a anime like you would think anime. It's not like fan service or Gundams or things like that. Yeah. Harrison really liked it. The younger two were like, okay, yeah, we'll watch part of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Jason was lukewarm on it, but when it finished, Owen said the movie was beautiful. Oh. I know, right? Like <laughs> how profound, your, dude. Yeah. Makes you not <laughs> want to throw your kid out through a window. <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, the sounds alone, like if you just ever close your eyes and listen to the background noise, I think, you know, he always makes a joke about the cicadas, you know, it's an anime <laughs> movie. But I mean, there's so much more to it than that. I mean, the layers of. What I found awesome was the score because you get this like beautiful stringed orchestration with this traditional Japanese percussion in the background. Right, right. Mm. No, it is. It's gorgeous, especially like when the spirit world first comes alive and Chihiro's running around and that boat pulls up and then like that music kicks and it's like, this is, whoa, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Paul, did we lose you or are you still there? Son of a bitch. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Have fun, Trev. No no picture. (laughs) You are now a, what connection is that? Let's see. That's a thunderbolt because <clears throat> Apple. <laughs> Where it's backwards at the bottom, it looks like Russian. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh my green evir dead knock. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it brought me to tears. <laughs> but yeah. yes. There's, away. there's a lot, absolutely see it. so many interesting characters, uh, character designs, broad, a lot of them based on, um, you know, existing Japanese uh, folklore, mm-hmm. but, yeah. you know. Uh, you know what? That would be a really cool thing to have, like, Disney, if you're listening, a little companion with that is that they have, like, a little book that had side-by-sides or something that, that explained, like... This hmm. this imagery or this character it must be a yeah. book um, of Miyazaki and but specifically those characters hmm. and where they are derived from. I know that the the what is it the stink spirit that they thought was a stink spirit was actually a river spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was based on a real life uh, experience for him. He was involved in cleaning up a river and he remembers seeing the handle of a bike and they needed to tie a rope to it and a bunch of people needed to pull it out. And just remembered seeing, you know, this entire bicycle pulled out of the mud of a river. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, you know, all the things that were just polluting it really bothered him. So he yeah. wanted to include that. In yeah. Nice. I'm learning all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when it's... you're when you're storyboarding on the go, I think you have to use <laughs> real life <laughs> things. All right. Well, yeah. does anybody have any additional notes on this movie? Uh, I do not. You know, just that there's a lot. There's lots of layers. You can look at the movie uh, in lots of different ways, or you can just watch it also as a fun spectacle. And so don't that's, eat yeah. until you make a pig of yourself, or someone will slap the shit out of you. A lot of you know Miyazaki and Ghibli films are have pleasant food. This is not as pleasant. No, <laughs> it doesn't make me as hungry as some of the others. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right. Well. Then let us go ahead and jump into our worsty judgments. You know, when that new Night Court show hits, 
we're gonna have to update this theme song. Oh fuck oh, yeah! Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, Caitlin, questions for you. Okay. First one: Does this movie deserve best animated feature? Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna have to say yeah. Though it hurts my heart because I really love Treasure Planet a lot. But yes, and Lilo and Stitch. Damn it. But yes, it does. So I'll I'll go ahead and rank the others. I'll start at the bottom with Ice Age. I think Ice Age is okay. Yeah. I it's fine. Um, then I'll go Spirit, the Cimarron Stallion, Delicious uh, Cinnamon Boy. Uh, it's a I like that movie. Matt Damon horse, pretty cool. Um, and then the apples. And then after that, the the <laughs> other seem to like them. <laughs> After that, the other three are all five-star films. Uh, Lilo Stitch, Treasure Planet, Spirited Away. Any one of those, I think, would have been deserving. Although Spirited Away, I think, is fair to say is the best. It's uh, rightfully called one of the best animated films ever made. Maybe, you know, I'd have to give the edge to, like, Princess Mononoke as far as, like, being a mature and, uh, I don't know. What Count Chocula is here? Don't forget and Frank and Barry and Frank Booberry, and Booberry, Booberry, and, and Sunny the Cocoa Puff in this. Oh guy. yeah! Now they're forget. all over the floor. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just because the way my cord runs. Yes, but yes, Spirited Away. It deserved Best Animated Feature. All right. Well, I watched all of them mm-hmm. except Lilo and Stitch. I did not watch this week. But, Boo! But but. <laughs> But that was, I ran out of time and I have watched Lilo and Stitch a plenty, <laughs> a plenty. Um, <clears throat> so I, Ice Age, I don't think deserves to be in this list. I think Hey Arnold, the movie probably should have Ooh. replaced it. Um, but I don't like Ice Age. I don't either. I, it's that entire franchise makes me so angry. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> kind of like, how to be a bad land before time. Right, right. I think the funniest thing that's ever come out of that are the knockoffs of the, oh, look, that's dandelion over the season. Yeah. And people, like, trying to eat a dandelion. I don't know. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah. I I was... I don't I don't think I was entertained at any point, and it barely held my attention. Yeah, so. that's not good. Hmm. Um, but oh, looks that, like he'll have thoughts. His eyes. Those blue eyes are popping around. Are they icing? (laughs) 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 Um, So above that, I also have Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. I enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to, except for Brian Adams playing the role of fucking John Madden the entire goddamn movie. (laughs) Where, And you know what, Paul? It is better than Phil Collins. Uh, I mean, that is the lowest bar to jump over. Exactly. (laughs) But Phil Collins can fall into a pile of glass. Yeah. (laughs) But with that yep. said, I honestly felt like it took away from the movie completely. It was mm-hmm. unnecessary. And if it wasn't for that, I I would have honestly put that movie up for uh, almost taking best spot there because it really was a sweet movie. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best spot, but it w- I would have felt better about the movie. I saw Treasure Planet for the first time. Yeah. Uh, I really loved the shit out of that movie. It's so good. <laughs> it was really it's, good. It's my I second favorite planet that. in Disney canon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
it it like I had uh, mentioned to you guys uh, through our chat. It definitely made me want to watch Just, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You just finally re- realized. Who oh it was. my god! Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I, why just now? That's so damn weird. Anyways, like fresh okay. off fresh off of Third Rock from the Sun. Oh my god. But yeah, no, I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. I, that is one that will probably become a regular watch. Um, but that being said, it's not Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch is an amazing fucking movie. It is fucking adorable as shit. It is. It is a franchise that has yet to do wrong. And one that will probably, I hope, to continue to do so. And it continuously evolves with with society and keeping up with it, even though it's an older movie, it's like children with on the spectrum. Oh, here's Lilo. Strong female characters that don't fit the Barbie thing. Oh, there's yep. her sister. Like, oh, and the guy that did the in Spirited Away. He was the in charge of the water. The boiler man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. David Ogden Stiers. Yes, yep. he did the voice of Jamba. Yep. Yeah. Yep. From MASH. Yeah, I, I didn't realize he was from MASH until we were looking at it. I... <laughs> Wow. Yep. So he was busy that Mash. year. Uh, so I Lilo and Stitch and Spirit Away are kind of like I can't rank those two against each other. They're two sides of the same fucking coin. Yeah. Agreed. And yeah, it's Spirit Away is a gorgeous movie that does no wrong, and Lilo and Stitch is the same thing, just in a more cuter way and more colorful. Or at least a brighter, more I brighter color. So uh but no. Yeah, but yes, this movie does deserve best animated feature uh paul all right i guess i'll do that ranking thing i do do that ranking Ranking thing thing you do do. (laughs) (laughs) okay um i'm gonna start my number five cimarron stallion of the spirit let's see what you did there (laughs) um i like this movie a lot uh i like any movie that's like hey fuck colonialism that's cool thanks for that uh Uh, also, the voice of Little Creek in that film is somebody's son, and now I can't remember his name because my brain is garbage. Jonathan so looks I, like he's doing some research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I brought this up and no. then completely just Daniel failed. Daniel Studi is the West Studi's son. There you go. I have no idea who that is. The great West Studi. He's a. Uh, he's a indigenous actor he was in the last of the mohicans <gasps> oh. he was in uh the best superhero film of all time mystery men um oh i thought you were gonna say shazam that is also the best superhero <laughs> film of all time that that's just the best movie ever um, no, i'm not good with names but now that you i got he it. was he was the sphinx in mystery men which is the best so anyway yeah west duty son i was really excited to find that out anyway i like this film uh i think it drags a little too much and i'm also kind of with jonathan as much as i like the brian adams songs in this movie i don't like the brian adam adam songs in this movie (laughs) (laughs) it's like if i would have just heard that like i forgot that first one was from this movie and i was like oh i love that song i don't like it here (laughs) 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 don't need that and i also don't like uh matt damon's voiceover yeah it it was unnecessary yeah we could have done this whole movie without him talking. <laughs> How about but the nipples? Cromwell's in it, and Cromwell is God. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, my number four, Ice Age Rules. What a good movie. What a great franchise. There's not a bad movie in this entire franchise. Are we you serious? All. I am absolutely serious. I no, that's just awesome. Watched... I'm happy for you. I just watched all six of those movies. Okay. All right. Wait, what? So, so uh, the new one that's on Disney Plus, that one's not great. Um, but it's practically... How many of these things are they making? There are five Ice Age movies. Oh, for fuck's sake. And then there's the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild, who's the Simon Pegg character. But they don't even, like, uh, that was a Disney Plus original, and they didn't even bring back, like, the regular cast, or the regular cast just didn't want to take the payday for it, or whatever. It's not as good as the other five. The other five were wonderful, though. Um, I'm, I'm happy you get enjoyment. Right. I think yeah, I like I'm the happy. second one the most. Out get, of them. The second the meltdown's really good. I, I like blocked them all. <laughs> I'm like, I saw this, I wish I hadn't, I'm done now. Like my favorite I, is my favorite's collision course when they meet up with the ice pirates. I haven't seen that one. That's a good one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I do like uh Diego's character arc. Mm. Yes, me too. But it's also kind of wild that we just let Dennis Leary be the voice of anybody <laughs> in a children's film for right. decades <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Right. Um, what are we thinking as a society? <laughs> are there outtakes with him just currently? Yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting to see his Bugs Life outtakes forever. <laughs> All right, so I'm a lady, huh? Okay. <laughs> Getting into it. Uh, my number three or number two of the remaining, I guess I've given away that Spirited Away will be above three. Um, uh, it's Treasure Planet. That's a great film. I love it. And um, I have the opposite problem with the Brian Adams songs with the Johnny Resnick songs. And this is the time where I just start hating the Goo Goo Dolls. So it's impressive that Johnny Resnick wrote a couple songs that I really like. Right. <laughs> Remember when the Goo Goo Dolls were a metal band? Yeah. I, yep. I do. God, City of Angels ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you really feel, Paul. Um, <laughs> not wrong, though. Think about it. No, no. <laughs> When's the last time you enjoyed Meg Ryan? I bet you it wasn't after City of Angels. <laughs> no. But she got all weird. She did stuff to her face, and I can't look at her now without, like... She got hit by a logging truck. Oh. So... Aha! 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 <laughs> I do like that one film she was in that was done by Jane Campion under the cut in the cut or whatever in the cut in the cut. That's a weird and fun film. I, I would rather watch Michael than watch City of Angels again. <laughs> and I bet That's you don't even know what Michael is anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, oh yeah, I know what Michael is. Yeah, I know what that is. Forget. <laughs> the question is, would you rather watch Ice Age? Yeah, I would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ice Age yeah. is great. I would. I would rather, yeah, it's it. It's wonderful. The thing is, like, I don't hate Ice Age. I just, I nothing Ice Age. Yeah. It, it's just, it does nothing for me. It's meh. So I log on Letterboxd every time I rewatch a movie. I've watched Ice Age three times in the last two years. <laughs> I don't know how this has happened, but I've done it. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, we just need to watch it over at have, Paul's house so that yeah. we can share in his enjoyment. We have two copies of it on DVD for some reason. Oh, God. <laughs> Uncle Fungus? <laughs> see hey, great yeah right no the, but no you quoting it made me laugh more than the original <laughs> one did. and that's with actually john leguizamo who i fucking love yeah right me he's, too and he's amazing in those films he's the best honestly he's the only character redeeming quality for me i think i just also don't like ray romano <laughs> what he's ray romano his brother is tall <laughs> 
He's a woolly mammoth. Okay. Um, so the, my number one of the remaining is Lilo and Stitch, which is a perfect film and the greatest film ever made. Um, Lilo Pelikai is my favorite Disney character, and second place is uh, five miles behind her. There you go. Yeah. I, didn't, I've never... Huh? Didn't the lady... Didn't the girl that did Chihiro also do Lilo? Yeah, Dave Chase. Yeah, yep. that's right. Yeah, I love Dave Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Lilo is the Disney agent of chaos. Yes. Yes. That is uh, I've never related to a character more than Lilo Pelikai. She is the greatest. She's amazing. We all should love her. Uh, That's being said, um, Spirited Away rules. This movie is amazing. It's perfect. And it's the greatest film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you and somehow it. it's not my favorite Miyazaki film. I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, yeah. what is your favorite Miyazaki film? Uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Oh, it's amazing. that's a good one. That is one a of, good one. One of my. It, it, it's so good. It, like that's his first like film on his own that isn't Lupin the Third, and somehow he's fully formed and just amazing already. Mm-hmm. What a calling card. Um, yeah. Lilo and Stitch is is my pick for this but yeah spirited away deserved to win but it could have also gone to treasure planet and it probably should have gone to ice age because it's a great film. <laughs> um if 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 they'd done shrek and ice age back to back they would shut down the category no. yeah oh, uh, god no no yeah as long as stallion spirit of the cimarron isn't the winner we're good fine shut up Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in years. Now I kind of want to see it just to. Yeah. 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 Is it on? Where is it? Stream? Is it streaming well, anywhere? Probably on Disney. Uh, I watched it on Hulu. Or wait, is it, is it DreamWorks? Yeah, it was on it, Hulu. Yeah, it's it's on Hulu and it's on Peacock Premium. And I think I watched it on oh. Peacock Premium because I need to. I need to watch more stuff on there. So whenever something's streaming on there, I watch it there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have it on DVD too. So. Oh, I, yeah. I need to justify spending the five dollars a month when Saved by the Bell isn't running. <laughs> That's fair, because that is such a good show. The oh, new, if you haven't seen the new Saved by the Bell, to you watch. watch it. It's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> All right, well, Caitlin, okay. is this the worst best animated feature? Um, so far we have this and Shrek, but uh, you oh, can pick no. from anything. But yes, you can. Let me pull up the mm, list. Let me see. So we go. People. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whoa, 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 whoa. The yellows. Oh, the yellows one that won. Okay. Uh-huh. It was all yellows. <laughs> oh no, there's no. It was. It's definitely. It, it is not. The, wait, what was the question? Is it the? Worst? Is this the worst best animated feature? No, no. Feel free of those yellows. To tell oh. us what you think is the worst. I best really did feature. not like Happy Feet that much. Uh, <laughs> I think they hyped it up so damn much, and it was such a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Except, except for Robin Williams, I mm-hmm. will take his part out of that any day. <clears throat> but the rest of it, shit. No I'm kidding. Anyways, I enjoy your answer, and I will leave it at that. Come back and see us in a few weeks. Please do. <laughs> Zach, is this the worst best animated feature? No, but we're only going to talk about the ones we've ranked. So, Shrek. Shrek is the worst. Two weeks running. (laughs) 
guess. <laughs> it's a record. <laughs> uh, I am going to agree with you. Trek is the worst, best animated feature so far. And uh, yeah, Paul. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to be in uh, consensus here. It's, it's Shrek. Shrek's, Shrek's not this film. I mean, Shrek's as good as Ice Age. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Because Ice Age is great. Um, but it, it definitely isn't this film. Name of this freaking episode. Paul's wronger. <laughs> the wrongest Paul's ever been. <laughs> That's including the fact that he said Gone with the Wind was a great movie. I believe I said Gone with the Wind is a masterpiece. Thank you. Don't put words I'm, in my mouth. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, Caitlin, thank you very much for joining us again. We always enjoy you being here. Oh, my goodness. Thank you very much for having me. Yes. <laughs> and we are going to wrap it up here. My name is Jonathan Pierce. You can find me on the Twitter, TikToks, and on... Why do I always forget one? Whatever. I'm on Twitter, t- TikTok, Twitch. and Twitch. Yeah. At Altorn underscore Occam. And Zach, where can we find you? Find me on Critiker at Zachmaster, X-A-K-K-M-A-S-T-E-R, TikTok at House Havoc, or Letterboxd by searching my name, Mr. Workman. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok at Shark Dress Men, where Joseph Tappy and I are covering shark-related uh, content. And you can follow me at Father of the Fear on Twitter and Letterboxd, where I am running, uh, have, doing things with movies. Um, <laughs> sexually um <laughs> i know you saw one that i want you to mention you want me to mention banshees of inisharan yes it oh is incredible holy fucking shit <laughs> oh i can't God. wait to see it God. he's I'm one of telling. my favorite directors i think he's up there with wes anderson for me in terms of mcdonough yeah yeah, he's great. Uh, I love Banshees of Inisherin because I don't know. Caitlin, have you read any of uh, McDonough's plays? Nope. Read his plays. Okay. They're incredible. Okay. Uh, it reminds me a lot more of his plays than of his films. Oh, really? And that really excited me. Uh, How have so, I never heard of this movie? I don't. So when it, you say it reminds you more of his plays, are you talking in terms of the the character dimensions or the scenery or all of the above. Uh, yeah, pretty much all of the above. The 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 way the characters interact with each other. Yeah. Uh, the 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 very Irish setting. Um, the the dark twists and turns that they specifically take. Uh, so the, if you still have any left of that, um, um, uh, deserving or not, garbage soul, uh, getting things. Um, what? I don't know. How, how can of we love? see this movie? Oh yeah, <laughs> don't worry. It'll it'll end up in a certain file at some point, I am sure. But uh, I haven't seen this. it. I haven't yeah. seen it on the websites that I use. Uh, it is currently my number. F- I'm having a hard time deciding whether or not Weird, the Weird Owl movie, is my number one film of the year, or if I, it is my movie mm-hmm. of the year that exists outside of my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's either my number five or four, depending on how I come down on that at the end of uh, the year because last year it was Clifford the Big Red Dog and in 2019 it was Cats so wait <laughs> these are no. the worst movies right no. these are these are no, these are the not. greatest films of the year that exist outside of my list my five star masterpiece classics that are undeniable by everybody who's seen them <laughs> good night <laughs>
love you guys. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's gone. Oh shit! I thought she was gonna listen to my Weird Al story. You, fu- you finally oh. did it. You finally <laughs> fucking cast somebody off the fucking podcast. Man, that took way too yourself. long. That took way too long. All right, hey Zach, what are we watching next week? Oh, uh, next week we're watching Finding Nemo, which you can rent on Amazon, Google, Redbox, Vudu, YouTube, or stream on Disney Plus. Excellent. We'd like to thank Trav from our sister podcast, Loving Up and Benjamin Banks, for producing our show. We'd like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We would like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Oscarwarsky Pod and on Facebook at The Oscarwarsky Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tonight's five star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. It really helps us to be seen in the almighty algorithm. Almighty algorithm. Taking nice herbal baths and watching nice movies. Giving fish peanut butter sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> I can't get punch tuna. I'd be an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> so, four, eight, boy, Zach, Jonathan, and um, you know what? Let's go with Goro Miyazaki. We would like you all to have a <laughs> damn fine day. <laughs>